Welcome back, everyone. It is the Runners Club podcast, and you are back, and we're back with you. Mm, right back in here for another one. I don't even know what episode this is. Two million. You feel me? We're certainly approaching 30. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Two million works. Um, I'm your co-host, Courtney Phillips. And you know, this is Gonzalez. How you doing? Hello. Yeah, Mr. Suave. The -hmm. wind is doing a lot right now, so you might hear it. Yeah. It's doing a lot. The sun came out, but the wind said, oh, please believe me, (laughs) I'm showing up. (laughs) Deanna posted someone's story talking about, uh, it was something with like you asked Chicago for uh, a a springtime day, and it's like, all I got is fucking sunny and windy and that's, that's the best I can do and and 80, I, yeah I think I said it was like the sun will come out but so will the 80 mile winds yeah. Um, so yeah you know we're back and we have another oh, oh my God. we have another guest <laughs> and our guest it will be with us shortly but you know just wanted to share some updates I can go first this time because I actually have something to say this week Let's go. Let's go. Gumbo Fit has launched our uh, accelerator program, which is about uh, finding new leaders, new fitness leaders in in the community, which I and the team are really excited about. It's been kind of a brainchild for a while. We weren't really sure Mm. how we wanted to, to do it at first, but we just found a way and the goal is to really create space for people to be involved with gumbo fit but then also if they choose to after the accelerator program is done because it's from may to november so like basically Mm -hmm. the running season of this year um like they could stay they could go they could go start their own podcast they could go become you know um a viral fitness person on IG, whatever, you know, they're going to get a, um, they're going to get a RCA certification. They're going to get the Nike hey. stuff. You know what I mean? It's up to hey. you. you. Learn what you learn, take what you want to take, but the opportunity is there. And it, the, um, um, app application is going to be up for like a week, probably by the time that this comes out, it'll probably be closing, but you, you know, it. you probably you missed, missed it. it. You probably are applying in, in this moment right now. Move but, uh, fast. If you want to be gang, yes. you got to move fast. Right. 50 um, words per minute. <laughs> hurry up. So we'll give updates on that. But other than that, I, I'm doing really good. I went to the gym this morning. The sun is out. Like we mentioned the wind, you know, other than it being loud, hasn't really been affecting me too much. Um, how are you doing? Decent, decent. I looked at my, uh, I looked at my half marathon training. It was like week five, day four. Let's do eight twelve hundred meter sprint at, at speed pace. I was like, no, no, we're not actually. I'm okay. I'm fine because you know what I haven't been doing for five weeks? Training. I've been running. But I've not been training. So I was like, no, that's what we're going to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to pull up with Bay at the Wind Runners joint. I'm going to use the track. While they're using the track, I'm going to do about 1,000 meters, like 5,000 meters at like a smooth 18, 815 pace. I'm going to slow it down as fast, a little bit slower than what I wanted or I should be doing right now. And that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be my workout today. But 
Your boy has been at the crib lifting three days a week. I mean, lower body, uh, upper body, chest, arms, neck, everything. Like I've been lifting and I've been feeling good. Like I put on my, my uh, you know what I'm saying? My old gumbo captain jacket. You feel me? Right. You know, usually that joint be a little, you know what I'm saying? It'd be a little tight, you know. Tight. Especially around this region. I put it on yesterday. I'm like, oh, that shit hanging. Mm, hanging. That shit hanging. Even this shirt right here. You know, usually it's, it. it's, it's it's super, it's super thin. It's the Nike Trail joint, one of my favorite shirts to wear. By the way, mm-hmm. I love this shirt, even just to wear. But you know, because it's so thin, you know, it show everything. So sometimes it'd be laying on my stomach. Not today. Not today. You with the right one, though. You know, I feel like you have the motivation and then Karen is also motivation. And I just I I love it. Nah, I love the running nah. energy. I'm not saying it's all her. I'm just saying you together. No, no, I'm not even saying that. I ain't even saying that. Like me and her, like <laughs> we've been we've been having to have like real discussions with each other. Like, hey, yo, baby, listen. We gotta, we gotta get back on it. Like we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get back to running. We gotta, we gotta get to working out. Y'all too busy cuddling up. Gee, I'm telling you, man. Listen, them early morning runs, they do not be beating out them early morning cuddles. You feel me? I be, we be laying in the bed. You know, the blanket will come off real quick, and you get that brisk, that that brisk air come in real quick, and we be like, "Mm, no. No, no, we're gonna lay here just a little bit, baby. Just a little bit longer. Yeah. You know, she snuggle up. I ain't running. It's over. I, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying. We we trying to get past this, you know, because it's yeah. it's affecting the rest of our year. You feel right. me? Right. So, right. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. But the the, okay. the weight training has been on point. Like the body is doing things. It's changing up. I just need to get out of the house do some running as well. I'm feeling good. If y'all can't tell, I got really impulsive and cut my hair. I did. Okay. That's what it is. You cut your hair. Okay. This whole, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I cut it the morning of my birthday party. I was like, I was like, I think I'm just used yeah. I mean, I like it. I like it short. I think it's great. I like it, you know, long, whatever. I, I think you just, you're a stylish dude. I'm here for the looks. Um, but yeah, so we have our guests waiting on us. So let's let her in and we'll get into this conversation. She, I don't know if she got another pants on again. (sighs) All right. One sec. Okay. We're back and we have a guest, you know, she's a fave of mine in the running community. Okay. Her name is Kelsey. Kelsey McKinney. Welcome in. <laughs> welcome into the Running Club podcast. Yes. You better put a coach in front of Thank that. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yes. Um, well, I mean, I guess like, I feel like, I mean, we both know you, but for, you know, our listeners who don't know you, can you just introduce yourself real quick? Tell us about yourself. Sure. Um, let's see, Kelsey McKinney, um, for everyone out there. And I know Courtney through Gumbo Fit. So serving as director of track programming currently and storytelling. And from a Windrunner standpoint, I am the general manager and assistant run coach. 
Um, I feel like that's really the main thing that apply, but I also work in tech. Um, I'm really interested in photography and I'm a dancer. So if anybody was interested in those things, those are also very important things about me that make me, me <laughs> an eclectic, an, an eclectic babe. Okay. You <laughs> yes. do all the things yes. and you're, yes. you've been a runner for a while. And so I, I always just, am curious about just give us a, like a, quick understanding of like how you got into running. Yeah. So I started running in the fifth grade. So not like from the time I was barely walking, that was more gymnastics and dance. I've been dancing since I was three. Um, but started running in the fifth grade, just did sprints. Um, that actually took me to high school and I ran through high school that then took me to college where I competed at the Ohio State University, um, mostly doing jumps, long and triple jump. But sometimes they would throw me in the sprints. Um, I ran a few hundreds, two hundreds, four hundreds. And then when I got in trouble, they put me in the four by four. <laughs> and so the interesting thing about that is before I had um, even really started running long distance. So running with the wind runners, not like with them, with them, but as mm -hmm. their manager running with them and with gumbo fit, the longest distance I had ever ran definitely was a 5k. And then after that, I think I started running 10ks. I think we did the big 10, 10k, me and a bunch of my friends. And then, um, literally jumped straight from a 10k to the marathon. So it's really, really interesting to think about the fact that, you know, my very first practice at Ohio state, we had to run a time mile. And I thought it was so hard that <laughs> I cried to my now best friend laid on the high jump mat. And I considered quitting and just like, I can't do this. I'm going to quit. I'm going to just move back home or I'll just have to pay for college. Cause I can't do this. And that's how difficult that time mile and the conditioning was for me at the time. So it's just really funny and ironic now that I am running longer distances and able to, to, to do it now. And, you know, go back to 2019 when Courtney and I, you know, we, like we all ran our first marathon, which was crazy. And now I'm training for my first half marathon. I, wouldn't you know it, I skipped straight through the half marathon and now right. I'll be running or excuse me, skip straight through the half marathon and run the marathon. And now I'll be running the half in a bit. So my that's dope, that's dope. So uh, spending time in both worlds, track and field, and then road running, which which one do you love the most? Oh, I'm always love track and field. Like, and, <laughs> and, and when I say track and field, it's the and field for me because we, <laughs> the field of athletes were very particular because I would literally make the bus just to long and triple jump. So I would say, you know, I'm a field athlete. You know, people say I do track and field. <laughs> so, what did you do for Phil? You said the triple jump? Long and triple jump. Yep. I was watching that in the Olympics last year. That yo, that was crazy. It's kind of nuts. It's it's tough on your knees, but I think that being a dancer and a gymnast really helped. It translated really, really well to the triple jump for me. Small, 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 small. I love that. And then what uh what discipline you be dancing? Like what let, let them know. Cause I, I want to, I know we're going to talk about running. I want to let them know your ass got moves and you be shooting because the photography is crazy. But let's, let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about, the, so many levels. Let's talk about the dancing real quick because that's a major part of who Kelsey is. 
Yeah, I, man, I've been dancing since I was three and Mm -hmm. it's, it's one of those things that it's always been my first love, but I think that I've always kind of had to like put it on the back burner for everything. So I'm in this season now where I'm learning how to reincorporate it into my life. And what's really interesting is being a dancer, I, you know, competed and we would travel all across the world. Like we, you know, had competitions in like Hawaii and Las Vegas and Myrtle Beach and Tennessee and even in like Columbus, Ohio. And then, um, you know, I kind of moved away from that late high school and just focused on track and then picked the dancing back up. You know, recently I have done a couple of gigs before the pandemic was really considering like, am I quitting my job and becoming a professional dancer? Because I booked this really amazing gig and this, um, Disney rom-com and Mm. I was just in it. Um, and then Mm. pandemic hit and everything just slowed down. There were no shows, there were, you know, no performances. And so I think that I kind of looked at things a little bit differently, but I would say that one big theme about it is really focusing on finding myself as an artist. I think it's very easy to learn techniques and to repeat choreography. You know, you go to a class and then someone teaches you a couple eight counts and then you perform it. Or even photography, someone says, this is what I'm looking for. I want this in black and white. Or like you kind of look at someone's Instagram feed and they have a certain look and feel. You kind of know what their style is and what they might like. But what does that look like for you to develop your own unique style? So as a dancer, it's like, someone does a move and then it's like, wow, that's Kelsey. That's a signature move. Um, and same with photography, being able to look at someone's photos and know that that is their signature work. Um, so yeah, my whole life and even the beginning of my journey as a photographer, I think I focused a lot on trying to make my photographs look like however, you know, the person that, or the client, like however the client, Mm -hmm. however I thought the client wanted them to look versus how do I want them to look? And same with moving like, with dancing, what is your visceral reaction when a song comes on? Like, what do you want to come out of your body versus like, you know, these three moves that you kind of go to that you've been taught. Um, so yeah, that's like, that's like my artistic expression and storytelling, like through my body and then through visual art. So you'll kind of see that in addition to, you know, being, being out there and cheering on the runners. (laughs) No, I love that because it kind of like, it, everything you just said right now kind of speaks to me said, you know, the saying that I think we hear a lot in the running community, run your own race and yep. stuff like that. And it's finding your, finding your rhythm when you run, whether it's with a run club or at a race, like a, a road running race, like a half, a 10K or a full marathon, like you're getting out there. It's a group of people. You're out there with a bunch of people. At the end of the day, you are running your own race. Um, like I also feel like there's some similarity in and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a quiet discipline between learning, taking that time to be very repetitive and learn the skills that it would take to learn a certain dance move, but then also being able to apply that to running and vice versa because it takes some time getting out here, failing multiple times, feeling uncomfortable, running your first one mile, two mile, three mile, a full marathon, being comfortable in that, that uncomfortable space, that kind of helps. It, it kind of helps both running Absolutely. and dancing. 100%. Yeah. I agree with that. They're very yeah. alike in that way, for sure. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, I'm, I know that. So Kelsey, you and I met, met at... 
I just remember, yeah, we did 2019 and we like found, we found each other at that Nike dinner. Yeah. It was like El Porcellini's maybe. Yeah. And (laughs) yeah, I just remember it was like super dark and like, they gave me this, like, I I, like I'm vegan. And so the vegan option was just, it was, I just remember eating it. Like, okay, this is not, this is not filling, but it's okay. It's fine. It's awesome. (laughs) Veggies. It was like, it's done. Um, but yeah. Right. And that's the first time I was also introduced to Windrunners. And uh, I was like, you know, you and I were the only black women in the room. And it was probably like, it felt like 20 people, 15, 20 people. You know, it was significant. Yeah, it was a good group. It was a significant amount of people. And then for us to be, it's, I wouldn't say that it's something that's uncommon as we move through life, but it's definitely something that stood out to me for sure. Yeah. And it wasn't just like the only black women. It was like the only black, black people. people. Did I say that? Uh, that's, yes. that's the clarification. I also want to make. You're right. You're right. Yeah. We, we, I feel like we do tell that story often and say we're the only black women, but we were the only black people here at, at, at that, at that moment. Yeah. And, um, the, um, the Nike global coach running coach, um, coach Bennett was there. And I always tell, I always say this, I've said this to y'all so many times that I feel kind of ridiculous saying it on the podcast, but for our listeners, like, I just remember him saying, like, if you, I asked him a question of like, Hey, I'm starting a run club. Cause he was talking to the team, the group. And I was like, what would you suggest for someone who's just starting a run club? And he said, consistency. And I was like, cool. I can do that. I'll show up, whatever. And that's he like, literally said that he's yeah, showing up every just week. Show even up if, every even week. if nobody else shows up, you have to show up. Mm-hmm. And I just remember having some weeks where it was just me or me and Matthew or me and like two friends. And then like you came, Ian came, Mike, Picasso, and, you know, and it was just like the core Candace and uh, Carly. And that was like the core starting team. And I just remember that was, those are good times. Those were, you know, great yes. times. And we've all grown so much from that time. And the marathon really changed my life. I've never really ran beyond the marathon was, it was like, a mi- I ran the mile. I ran the big 10 race and then I ran the marathon. Mm. Um, and so, yep. no, you know, no yeah. one told me like, maybe take some time in between, you know, but, um, <laughs> yeah, I just, and, and I think with wind runners though, we had that meeting at dollop coffee in mm-hmm. Hyde park and you were telling yep. me about wind runners and all that you were doing with that. And so now you are, this is a new season every, for all of us in our own programming, but I, I wanted we wanted you on because we wanted to know, you know, about your running journey, but also like all that's going on with wind runners. And so like, could you just give us a little information on that, that program? Yeah. So I'm really excited about wind runners right now. We've got 13 women. And when it first started in 2018, um, it was different because there weren't time standards. So as time went on, they implemented the time standards. Initially, Nike had selected, you know, just women in the community that they felt would be great ambassadors. So this was just, hey, we think you'd be great for this program and we want to train you to to be one runners. And so, again, as time went on, then the programming became more robust. They really wanted to be seen as, you know, competing on not just the stage in Chicago, but like the global running stage. That was really like the vision for windrunners to have dreams of qualifying for the Olympic trials. And one of the windrunners, um, she, you know, has since transitioned on to other things in her life. She did qualify for the Olympic trials and 
Um, we welcomed some new people on the team. And um, actually, you know, one being uh, one of my co-captains or co-directors from Gumbo Fit, Maya, um, as, you know, a Black woman, which is really amazing. There was yes. another Black woman on the team prior to, but since mm-hmm. she left, um, Maya has been, you know, the one to qualify and come on the team as well. And we've got um, a couple of other diverse runners on the team and some really, really fast women um, Maddie mm-hmm. off scene so. really, really fast in the 10K. <laughs> Shireen, dual Olympian, alpine skiing in the marathon as well. So um, I, one of the biggest things is like we wanted to open up the distance aperture. So not just doing the marathon, because when it first started, everyone was just doing the marathon, a little bit of the half marathon. And a lot of it is modeled around Nike races, which at the time was Shamrock Shuffle and then the marathon. And so now, um, especially as the world's opening back up, it's really cool to see them build camaraderie and travel to races together. So they're going to Drake Relays. I unfortunately will not be able to go because I'm going back to my alma mater, Go Bucks, for the Jesse Mm -hmm. Owens Track Classic. I'll actually be photographing it with my former team. Yeah, I'm so excited. My my coach, um, also a black woman and Hall of Fame, uh, Hall of Famer, Coach Karen Dennis. Shout out to you. Thank you for everything because if it wouldn't have been for you, I wouldn't be here. But um, yeah, I'm going back there to photograph it. But while I'm in Columbus, Ohio, they're going to be at Drake Relays, which I actually competed at when I was in college. Yeah. So that's a really cool full circle moment. It's in, um, why am I blanking? I think it's in Nebraska. I think it's in Omaha, Nebraska. I might be okay. getting that wrong, but it's, it's like, I mean, it's, it's like almost the whole team. It's like, it's like nine or 10 of them going. Yeah. It's, it's like nine or 10 of them going to the, to the, to the relays and um, they're going to compete. And I think that's probably one of the first meets that they've traveled to. So it's not a Nike sponsored meet, but it is, them going to the meet together. And that's just a testament to the culture that me and coach Robin have been really intentional about really making them a family. And when we think about new women that we're bringing on the team, we want diverse women. So yes, ethnically diverse, but also women that bring different things, different dynamics to the background. So when you looked at like Shireen and Maddie, like they bring this like speed dynamic, but also this passion for like mm-hmm. Maddie's really person passionate about DNI work. Um, Janessa, she also is really passionate. Um, she was on the board for girls on the run. And when I was interviewing her, she cited like, I'm really, really excited about, um, doing this work. I'd love to continue it actually at the school I work at, you know, they discontinue the program and I've been trying to bring it back. And I said, well, I mean, I, I couldn't tell her, you know, we were considering her like she was on the team at that time. One of the questions I asked was, you know, would you be interested in doing something like that here? Because there's space for that. And the sky is kind of the limit on what you can do through Windrunners. And so, um, I was just say that to say, like, we want women that have vision, they're multidimensional and they're not only interested in just competing and getting better themselves, but also bringing, up the community of women and the next generation of, of female runners around them. And whether that's next generation of female runners that are of a different race or next generation of female runners that are a different age, we've kind of opened up that definition coach Robin and I of like right now running the running landscape for women looks one way, but we want to continue to diversify it, continue mm-hmm. to 
make sure that, you know, we're like, what is it? Throwing down the rope is like we climb or whatever, yeah. throwing down the ladder as we climb. Um, mm-hmm. And so it's, it's really that mentality that we were looking for and then gelling with the team because, you know, if, if you can't work out together and like, they're literally, literally a family. So it's, right. it's beyond just them being fast They're They really do care about each other and they care about the mission of what we're trying to do. I yeah, love that. The wind runners are real. Like I've said on that before, the wind runners were the first club to back last lap corner store. Like I got to sponsor, uh, you all's race when y'all came to Washington Park. Once, yeah, that was so good. That was so great. Mm -hmm. Barely had even a store at the time. And y'all let me slide on in and talk about the uh, the store and everything out there dying, trying to keep up with all these fast ass runners. But it (laughs) was... You were a great legit. MC though. Like our second race, that was iconic, Ian. Like, <laughs> oh, I forgot I did. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah you like... did. Yeah, that was great. Oh, uh, wow. Oh, so I guess, okay, so you are the general manager for Windrunner. So you are, what are you like overseeing in particular? Like if someone wanted to reach out to you and be like, you know, I want to learn more. Like, what is that you? Cause it's, cause I mean, we've had coach Robin on here a couple of times, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like more than once. Not or just once. Time. Okay. I talk about Coach Robin a lot. Yeah, it's as if she's been here every episode. Coach um, Robin's great. Yeah, I mean, I like Coach Robin all the time. Everything. She inspires yeah. us all. Um, so yeah, we've had Coach Robin on here. I could not tell you which episode it is, but I would go back and listen to it. But um, I would say I mean, on the edge with Coach yeah. Robin. Right. Exactly. On I, know, the edge. I know that we love I've a good been, pun. We yeah, love a good I, pun. I've been uploading our, our episodes to YouTube. So currently you can go and listen to about 22 of the 26 episodes that we it's currently important have to note on YouTube. But because he's been taking the time to upload them and they take forever. So <laughs> it's a long, long upload. Yes. But, you know, we're, we're working on getting the content out and uh, this included, but I, I guess what, so yeah, <laughs> I would love to know, cause I'd love to know the background of these running organizations because it really is an organization. It's, it is a club, but it's, it's like, it's an organization because we put, we all of all three of us have teams that we work with. You work with gumbo fit, like you're on that team, but you're mm-hmm. also doing wind runner, wind runner. So like, how do you find the time to fit it in? And then, so then like, what is your dynamic? How do you have balance? Hmm. Wow. That's a really, really great question. I think that for me, I, I don't know that I'm great at at balancing everything. I think that that's even something that I've considered is like, how can I show up as my best self in all of these spaces? And this is just me being transparent. I could say like the cute thing, like, oh, I do self-care and like I work out and I wake up at 5 a.m. <laughs> like, which that's wonderful if, you know, you do that all the time. I don't. And I struggle with it all the time. I'm still struggling with my routine. Um, that's quite literally, I'm trying to go to bed on time and I read like a met, like read a book versus, you know, being on my phone in the blue light. And then I wake up and I read a scripture and then I listen to a meditation on the open app or headspace. And then I write on my whiteboard, what is everything? And I try to like stretch a little bit. 
And that's like all I can do, you know, other than like taking my meds and vitamins and drinking some water and making sure I eat before 10 a.m. And like, that's all I can do right now. Um, And I just am going to keep adding and adding and adding. But I think the biggest thing is to take a step back and one, realize like you can't do everything. And let me say, let me not say you can't do everything. I would say you can't do everything all at once because I'm one of those people that it's like, I want to do everything. And I firmly believe that I will do everything. And that's a lot of things, but you can't do everything at once in the same season. And you have to be okay with that. And certain seasons, you have to take a step back. So when it came to like Gumbo Fit, for example, you know, after we hosted the cohort, the marathon cohort, we were all very burnt out. Mm-hmm. Right. And then even with Find Your Fast, Coach Robin and I really, you know, took the time to, you know, we we, we curated that whole program um, and we were still coming out of the pan- pandemic off the heels of like doing one Chicago, you know, you and, and Edge had been doing RLT with Mike uh, Brown yeah. and it's, we were very tired and even coach Robin, we, we kind of sat, you know, and said, coaches really need to be re-energized and reinvigorated because the coaches are tired. And if the coaches are tired, it's like, it's really difficult to motivate the athlete when you're tired as a coach and you're continuing to try to show up for your athletes. And it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. they're not feeling it, but you're not feeling it either. It's like, you're having to wind yourself up too. Um, And so I think during the pandemic, it was just very interesting because everything kind of slowed down. And I feel like we were used to running at such a high speed that I've noticed my capacity has changed and just who I am. I don't know if it's like me just growing or it's, it's like a very weird thing that I don't know that people are really talking about, but I'm going to bring it up here just because I I think it's important to just, I just think it's important to acknowledge that we're not the same people that we were two years ago. And it's unrealistic to just jump back into what was life before and Mm -hmm. think that we can just be the same people or react the same ways. Like we've learned new behaviors that we have to unlearn. We've unlearned things that now we want to maintain, but like jumping back in has kind of made everything feel different and weird. And so I think being able to process all of that is taking a toll mentally on people and whether they're talking about it or not, it's happening. And so I think that when it comes to balance, it's really being patient with yourself in this process, being patient with others. Like you never know what people are going through, whether they say it or not. I think a lot of people have withdrawn from their experiences and what they're doing. Like me as an extrovert, a lot of my, you know, energy comes from being with people and I work from home right now and I don't see, you know, my gumbo fit fam as much um, in person. I, you know, I'm not as connected to like the church community as I was. I was like going to church and going to group all the time. And then in the pandemic, like it was virtual. So that was really, really different. Um, And so that really took a toll on me. And I think that there's this notion of like, not having the same level of accessibility to people just because Mm -hmm. people are handling things different. And it's not because, they, you know, don't care about you or want to be around you, but everyone's trying to figure out how to deal with this notion of like, what is this world? How should I be navigating it? How do I balance it? And I think everybody's trying to take care of themselves in an effort to like survive. And so for me, it's like the balance looks like, you know, surviving, putting one foot in front of the other, um, trying to support people as I can, trying to be mindful of, you know, not, you know, putting too much on others or being mindful that, you know, they have things going on as well. But I would say that it's, 
it's not perfect. And, um, I'm still mm. trying things out. I uh, really enjoy yoga. I used to not like yoga. I used to hate yoga. And then <laughs> I took yoga with Paige. Um, Paige made it Paige. so nice. Shout out to Paige. Right. Love, love you. Love, love, love that. So that was helpful. Did, um, meditation with Brandon bro. He's an amazing artist. Um, and that was really great. That's how I downloaded the Headspace app and the open app mm-hmm. and started doing meditation. So I think that just finding things to like center yourself. And I've honestly realized when you take away everything, like you take away the hustle and bustle, you're left with yourself. And True. I've had a lot of time to think like, who am I? And the best moments have been me getting back to the person that I was years ago, the interest that I had years ago. So whether that's diving into like writing, diving into movement, um, and those are the things I think that have given me joy in this time and things that I'm looking to incorporate back into my life as I consider like, what does balance look like and how do I do things for me? Like, and I'm very inspired by Courtney. I see her always like making sure she's, you know, doing whatever she needs to do from a self-care standpoint. And I strive to be like that because I think that a lot of times in an effort to like try to make sure I'm there for others, I neglect myself. And then I realize that I can't pour from an empty cup. So yeah. I feel like you're saying that because I told you I took a bath midday on Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> I know I was so jealous. We were like, I thought our leadership call. And they're like, how is everyone? And I was like, you know what? I was getting work done. Wasn't feeling good about it. Like I was getting work done, but wasn't feeling good while getting work done. And so I was like, I'm taking a midday break. And I draw myself a, bla- a bath and I just put some Epsom salt in there. Bath. And I was like, I'll see y'all in an hour. Okay. I love it. I love it. I bet you felt much better. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I came out. It's like, this is, I, and you know what it is too, is like actually listening to what my body wants. Like before we hopped on to record today, I was like, I'm going to take a 30 minute nap. And normally mm, like sometimes really I, yeah. Like, and I'm not new to naps. Like I will take a nap, but I'm more than mm-hmm. more often than not, I will be like, Oh, let me just do this first. But like, I'm getting these feelings in the moment because that's actually what my body needs in that moment, not later. Mm. And so I think for me, it's, it's a daily practice of actually doing the thing that I feel like doing and maintaining productivity and understanding that my productivity every day looks a little different because I, we do so many different things. Like you just said, you do so many different things. And so, but every day, it doesn't mean that you have to sit at your desk and get work done. Cause that's just not how we get things done every day. Sometimes we need to show up in person. Sometimes it means scrolling along on Instagram and posting and all yeah. this stuff. So mm-hmm. there's all of those aspects to it. Um, but I, so I'm really glad that you brought it up. And, um, I also had, I, I I'm curious now too, of like, you know, you are coming back this year, running again, training, training again. You broke your foot last year. Was it your foot? It yeah, your foot. it was. Yeah. Fifth acute yeah. tarsal. That I was like, I was going to say ankle for a second, but yeah. So it, like, it's like the same thing. So I rolled my ankle so hard. I broke my foot. Basically, they call it a ballerina fracture. It's the bone that connects your Basically, the like if you your pinky toe and your ankle, it's that bone that was what. Oh wow! That was what broke. Yeah, and it's there's very little um, circulation um, in that place in your foot, so it takes a long time to heal. Wow! wow. So that was fun. Dang! <laughs> Dang! It was boo bay for a while. I was, I was all day. day. 
I was trying to pull them with the boot, you know. <laughs> Pulled up at the track, like we still getting this work in. It was a conversation yeah. piece for sure. It was definitely a conversation piece. It was like what you don't want to do is is do the most, okay? Like if you want to run, don't do the most all the time. We was, but like that's why we love you though, Kelsey. Is that like <laughs> we know that you're gonna do the most, but it's like it's crazy the things yes. that in our life that will just like slow us down and just turn everything upside down, and it's like. Mm. Uh, and I'm going through that myself in my own way this year. And so it's really great to see you getting back into running again and training and feeling good. Cause I'm like, okay, there's hope. There's yes. hope. Yes. <laughs> like it, eventually like, I'm like me for me, it's like, I'm a next year, but so this year you're doing the, um, Nike half mm-hmm. June 5th yes. on the West side I of am. Chicago. Y'all, this is the first race taking like sanctioned race. It is on the yes. west side of Chicago. So this is major. Um, yeah. It is. It's a really big deal. It's a, it's a really big deal for, you know, Chicago running. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Uh, I'm not going to speak on it. It's going to be fun. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, so let's just, let's just do this. Okay. Tell us what it's like getting back into running, getting back into training and like, are you, what, I guess, like, what does this race symbolize to you? Because it, it symbolizes so much to just the Chicago, specifically the black Chicago running community. So, um, for you having this as like your comeback race, what does it mean to you? The route crazy. Okay. Can't tell y'all yeah. what it is, See, the thing but is, the is route like... is crazy because like she said, like, Oh the, my God. For our community, like I'm a South sider, but where it's out on the West side? Is where yeah. it's at on the west side. Yeah. And it's going okay. To miss. Yeah, yeah. yeah, y'all, yeah. y'all gonna have to okay. keep listening yeah. for updates because yeah. we have updates for you. But um, <laughs> this is not about us. This is about Kelsey. It's crazy. <laughs> Man, oh my gosh, y'all are too much. <laughs> I man, when I think about this race, I mentioned briefly before it's it's my first half marathon. And it's hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait, 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 wait. I want catfish. I want to smell a catfish along the route. You feel me? Like I want barbecue smell. I want niggas out there with they 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 kings for charcoal in the morning with the I want the smell of lighter fluid out there in the morning on race day. That's I'm just putting that out there. Like that's yeah. what I want. Yeah. Mm. I know y'all we need got some, some cookouts. Fire cookouts would cookout be wonderful. Skills. Yeah, bring it to where we at. Like right, it's in the morning, but we we're here. West side you know? show up. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. But mm-hmm. back to your training. How is it going? Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm I'm fully expecting you to bring me some fried catfish like during my race. <laughs> if I don't get that, I'm gonna be disappointed. Yeah, forget all that banana at the end shit. Like, give me a yeah. beer right. and give me give me two give me two fillets real quick, fried okay. real good. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. So when I think about what this race means to me, uh, I think about find your fast 13.1 last year we did find your fast and it was a mile. So we create coach Robin and I created a program to help. Um, I think it was 25 women find their fastest mile and they all did hundred percent PR, which was amazing. And this year we got more support from Nike, which was great in um, attaching it to the Chicago 13.1. And so we are helping 50 women 
find their first or fastest half marathon. So a good chunk are first time marathoners. I would Period. say it's definitely over 50%. Um, I can come back with the stats later. They'll be on the, the, you know, the Instagram for wind runners, probably yeah. mine. I just can't think of them off the top of my head. However, with it being their first half marathon and then this being this inaugural, um, 13.1 and then also like mine. And at first, I thought about, it. I was like, eh, I don't need to run it. I, I'll probably shoot the event because I've been shooting at, you know, races and wanting to just yeah. kind of build and hone that scale of race photography because that's the whole thing. Um, but I say, you know what? This could just be my re-entry back into the running space. Mm-hmm. And I think that what it symbolizes for me is just getting back into it because I... Yeah. I don't know that I will quote unquote race it. So I'm not necessarily doing it for time. I'm doing it, you know, to put my best foot forward and to finish well and to really just kickstart my training. Because to be honest, when you have an injury like that and I had never broken a bone, um, I had never, I sprained my ankle in college once I was running through the long jump pit and there was a little um, give like in the, I don't know if you guys have ever seen a long jump pit, but around the pit, sometimes there's like a, like a guard, like moat situation uh-huh. that catches the sand right. and yeah. rubber. So yeah. my foot, my foot fell or got like, kind of like a dip. So think about like a, like a pothole, like mm-hmm. you're in, in the street. So something like that, my foot kind of fell into it, twisted my ankle. They, when I tell you they taped up my ankle, and sent me running the next day on the infield. I was doing like diagonal strides on the infield and oh I probably God. competed. I don't know if I competed that week, but I definitely competed the next week. And I that just kicked my ankle up and kept going. It, yeah, it was, it was insane. So when I <laughs> broke, right. So when I broke my foot, that's literally the, that was the most difficult thing that I'd experienced because I'm a mover. I'm a dancer. I'm a runner. And think about this pandemic. One of the things that has gotten us through it is movement is running. And, you know, even though the blessing was that I picked up, you know, a a professional camera and found my love for photography. But at the same time, I felt like I ever since I broke my foot, I've been very disconnected from my body when it comes Mm. to just feeling like myself as a runner, as a dancer, I even went to a, um, a, a dance, um, like a dance workshop after it was right after the marathon or was around the marathon. And it was one of my favorite choreographers. I've been, you know, Galen hooks. I've been paying attention to her like my whole life. And I was, that was the first time I wore heels. And the first time I wore heels was within the context of her class. She's like this world renowned choreographer, like done choreo for like Justin Timberlake, Janet Jack, like all these big name people, you know, Neo. That was the first time you ever wore heels since you broke your foot. Since I broke my foot, it was in that class. And I had such a, I don't want to say traumatic, like I was fine in the heels, but just like that class pushed me so much. It's like the person that I was in 2019 would have killed that class, right? But then the person that I was coming out of the pandemic, I went into it with that mindset, but my body wasn't there. So when I, you know, went to do like different moves, it was like, I couldn't really lean into, 
the choreography and it showed in like her feedback and, you know, she's amazing, but it's like, I was so intimidated. I like froze up, you know? And mm. then the same with like running, it's like, I've been very kind of off and on with my training up until now because I've been afraid. And part of the, the reason was, um, I had a vitamin D deficiency and me that, too, girl, vitamin D deficiency. Guys. Yeah. You gotta, gotta, <laughs> we gotta get the sunlight. Like that was yeah, popping pills. Literally, literally, <laughs> that was my Instagram caption. That was a real thing. Remember, I we were in um, what was it? Two, three dots and a dash. And I said something around. I said something like, "Doctors report sites of vitamin D deficiency, so I'm gonna get it naturally." And it's like yeah. that's real. Like you know, I'm out in the sun. We were in Joshua Tree, and I'm just like bathing in the sun. But like you know, as melanated people, it takes our skin longer to absorb the sunlight and with me working from home, I'm sitting inside a lot, being on calls all day. And so I'm not getting the allotted amount of sun. You know, a lot of people with corporate jobs, tech jobs, they're so busy and people can spend all day working and not getting food. And so Mm -hmm. contributing to like that, sometimes I wonder, wow, is, can my body support my goals and my dreams and what I want to do? Because I've never had to worry (laughs) about that mm-hmm. in my life or I've never feared for my body not supporting me, you know, now going on like a balance beam, like balance beam was like never my thing in gymnastics. So right, like, right, right. I would be scared to like do a flip, like a, like a backhand spring on the balance beam, right. but on the ground, cool. Like I'll do a back tuck in the grass or, you know, backhand spring and it's fine. But now I'm, I am terrified to do certain things. Second guessing so, or some hesitation. Right. Right. So for me, it's really breaking through that, like, psychological wall of, you know, trust. Like I, I kind of tell people three or my word for 2022 was trust. And, um, mm. what that looks like for me is, you know, trusting in my body because, you know, if I do all the things that I know how to do, then, mm-hmm. you know, that's really all I can do. I, I can't sit up here and be anxious and nervous and not pursue opportunities that I've been wanting to do. Um, you know, trust in myself that I'm making all of the decisions, uh, and not second guessing, like, is this right? Should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? Um, mm-hmm. and I think that's really difficult, particularly now when we're at this crossroads of life, we're getting older. And it's like, what does that look like to, to pivot a career path <laughs> or is, you know, this the right person or, you know, whatever that looks like. Um, and right. then third, you know, I'm a very like spiritual person, Christian, so tr- trust in God. And it's like, knowing that, you know, whatever is, is meant for you is for you and, you know, things work out for your good and, and all that good stuff. So it's just like those three tiers for me, um, make up trust. And so that's kind of what is anchoring me now. Trust is hard. It's, it's not an easy thing. Like it's simple, yeah. right. But not easy. So, yeah, yeah. you know, when I think about what this race means to me, it's like trusting in myself, trusting in my body again. Um, and, challenging myself to put up the put put in that work and I was talking to a friend about this and it's like when the world is kind of falling apart running has always been an anchor point that has brought me back to myself and back together um because I know that if I have to train for a race I have to eat I have to go to sleep I have to get you know you you run a race you're going to eat something good. You're going to go and you get yeah. some kale. You know what I mean? You're not going to go right. to Harold's. You're not going to go to McDonald's after you've run. Right. You want to fuel your body with something good that it can actually, you know, compete and run on. 
And I know that like, if I put in that external accountability of running this race and put it, I put it on the internet y'all. So like now mm-hmm. I gotta run it. Like, Official. Yeah, that I know, it, it was crazy. Yeah. It was crazy. <laughs> so I did that and it's, it's kind of like me backing into my own accountability and knowing that if I do that, then everything else will begin to fall in place. Um, because mm-hmm. after I ran the marathon, it's like, I was in the best shape of my life. And I would love for this to then, you know, kind of roll into the summer, whether that's with like dance, you know, we've got the coast coming up. So um, it's just kind of my start into I am gumbo fit. You know, I don't, I feel like I've said it or maybe I haven't said it, said it. Have I officially said it on? on No, you said it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, y'all, we'll share more once we get like our, our everything, our ducks in a row. You know, and all that, but yeah, like, yeah, Kelsey's about to so, crush it. Let me ask, let me ask you this: as so, you training for this half, right? Yeah, I know. I remember correctly, like you, you are a marathoner, but you did not enjoy marathon training. Mm-mm. So, my question to you is: Will you continue running and running to be like? self-competitive I would say in this half marathon 10k 5k space like do you see yourself finding a race under marathon to run run uh, often and actually try uh, to Kelsey's like Kelsey's doing another marathon don't play that, no. was, that, that was our first marathon I mean you were you were like kind of begrudgingly training but you loved, I was it was you loved it though that was it was, rough. Coming out. it was rough yeah I mean I need to read I now I'm not going to say it'll be this year. It'll be at some point I will run another marathon. Um, now on the interim, I honestly will just say like, I have to kind of wait and see. I think that mm-hmm. I could get down with like the 5k. Um, I definitely want to get my mile time down. I would also say that training for dance and training for running there, they use oppositional like muscles. And so as I'm trying to like build flexibility, it's hard because my, your muscles are getting tight and you're, you know, you're trying to build strength and like, it, it's, it's just like, it's hard to do both. Um, mm. so I would say that maybe not this year, I would go after that marathon, but still, you know, continue the training obviously for hit to coast. But, um, for myself competitively, I think that it's been hard because when you're training and you're coaching other people, so like Tuesdays or every other Tuesday, coach Robin and I switch off for wind runners and then on Thursdays, we've got find your fast. Um, and then on Saturdays, I kind of get a chance to, to run, but maybe not if like I'm sweeping for the community runner for sweeping. So sometimes it is really hard to figure out those times for yourself, um, to fit them in. That means I have to like get up earlier and you can figure it out. Right. But it's, for me, it's kind of like easier to like focus on one thing at a time. So it's, it's like, I'm, either kind of focused on coaching and getting better as a coach, or I'm focused on kind of getting better as a runner. And I think right now it feels like I'm putting a lot of effort into learning, you know, how to be a better coach, um, really kind of understanding and training, um, under coach Robin and because the wind runners, you know, sub elite women, like that's, that's amazing. And major for, for me to, I'm very confident when it comes to sprinting, but when it came to bridging that gap to distance running, you know, I have so much to learn from coach Robin to really help 
you know, a Brittany and Shireen and Maddie. And I'm not saying I don't add value because I do. And, you know, Coach Robin, mm-hmm. I compliment each other so well. Mm-hmm. But I think there is this notion of like, how can I show up as my best self for them? And sometimes between photographing them or being like their creative, like pseudo creative director, content creator, the manager, right. managing the relationship between the brand team at Nike and them as athletes or us as coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually coaching, it sometimes feels like there's not as much space to focus on myself as a runner. And so that's kind of where that balance comes back in that, um, a long way of saying we'll see, but I do plan on at some point qualifying quote unquote qualifying from a time perspective for the wind runners. I'm not saying I'm going to be on the team. I'm saying I want to qualify to say I ran that 5k right at that pace. I ran that mile at that pace. Right. I'm, I'm not just a manager. I, I, I yeah. actually right. do this as well. Period. Period. Right. So that's, that is on the horizon. Um, yeah. so knowing me, I'm going to probably try to do the, the mile or the 5k cause whoo, that marathon time is pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah. I think you, I think it would be really, really good at the 5k and the 10k as well. You know what I'm saying? I can't wait to see what you do at the half and stuff like that. But if the if, if to show the distance is where it's at, like at least at least reserve a spot for the 10 k because I think you would eat that distance up. Like I yeah, think if you grand, like you would eat Shamrock up. Yeah. yeah, I'm open to it. I'm open to it. It was. Yeah, yeah. I definitely had some FOMO when I when I was photographing and running after them. I I had some FOMO. It was it was a like race. It. Yeah. We'll have to get you back. We'll have to get you back on, um, like after you run the half to really see what your experience was. Ooh, I would love love that. That'd be great. Yeah. Um, and it'll be like mid uh, June is also just like mid running season. So I think it's a really good good. check-in. Um, and then track, you know, yeah, get it. Uh, 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 all the uh, we got things happening you know things are gonna be happening just, so just yes. you know. yeah just a few things coming down the pipeline mm-hmm. um but yeah I it, it. I it's it. I've, it's been a pleasure um and you know i know uh we only have you for so much time so uh i guess we'll wrap it up here and just make sure to keep a lookout i know i'm gonna be out there uh Ian and I will both be out there cheering every mm-hmm. like everyone on with our with our crews, and so yes. it'll be right. great to no. see you know Spring the windrunners and confetti, right. confetti, right. signs, music, all of the things. It's gonna be lit and and, and catfish. I, Ian got some catfish. <laughs> Kelsey likes catfish. I had no. I idea. know I mean, you don't don't but, play with me. You know, but the thing <laughs> is, when you said that, I was like, we really are cousins because we have this running thing that we're cousins. We Ian. are. Courtney and we I are cousins. cousins. We're, we actually are. We we're are like literally cousins. Distant cousins because <laughs> we are. Both of our families are from Alabama. Yes. Okay. My family's from Marion. Where's your family from? Gurley. Okay. Both of our families have land in Alabama. Yes, ma'am. And both of our families have Choctaw Native Choctaw. American yes. lineage. Yes. Heritage. Okay. okay. So we're cousins. How, we're cousins. How, how far are both of those towns from uh, Mobile? I don't know. Oh, I Mobile. Don't. Oh, Mobile's not that far from. Uh, um, yeah, it's not that far from Marion. That's where my granny family from. Okay, see, girl. I was say girlie's right outside of Huntsville. So, <laughs> say yeah. All these sh- look sh- specifically Midwest. Like I, I would say, anyone, all black people 
in the Midwest specifically <laughs> should figure Probably out where their family came from in the South. If they can, yeah. if they have that privilege. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, you know, Kelsey, we family. And Kelsey, go ahead. go ahead, go ahead, share your socials. Cause oh, true, me yeah. and you both have to jump into traffic to get to the same place. Yeah. So. Okay. So, um, you can follow me on Instagram at that's K Mac. Um, you can also follow the Windrunners at Windrunner Shy. And yeah, start there and all of the, the other links will be there. And then you might see me also pop up on Gumbo Fit at Gumbo Fit, which I'm sure and I hope all of y'all are already following. But yeah, again, thank you so much, Courtney. Thank you so much, Ian. Y'all know I love you. I always love spending time with you. This was wonderful. I hope I can do it again with y'all. Mm, y'all miss, listen, she's talking about she was disconnected from her body, but it ain't look like that at my birthday. Uh, right. Right. Moves, moves, setting the say. tone. Okay. And, and and word to the wind runners, like I'm 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 joining Bay at practice day because I gotta do my workout. But y'all, y'all, all of y'all up and embarrass me. Just don't laugh too hard when you run it past me. That's all that I had. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Kelsey. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Yeah. Well, all right. That was Kelsey. Yeah, you already listen. Just a, a a ball of energy. The hair was popping. It was. The wind runners was popping. Like I feel really good going into my my workout this evening. Because I mean, you're yeah, you're going to join them today with with Karen. So yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not joining. You're not them. Joining, You're just going to be on the, the track with them. Okay. Yeah, because <laughs> I keep I keep ending up somehow crashing. They all women shit. Like, and I don't be trying to. I just be like, it's it's like just a gravitational pull. It's like, oh, it's like, oh, are y'all running? Mm. I'll be there. <laughs> he just wants to be a part of everything. And he, he, you know what I mean? You thrive in women in spaces that are for women. I feel like that you just naturally like, you know, you, you got the charisma. Everyone wants to welcome you in. Yeah. I'm in, a, in a very small way. I, I, I thrive in a very, I'm not taking up any space. No, right, right. You're I am there. Me. Yeah, look. Let me be your cheerleader. You yeah. know me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just can't imagine you showing up and then like not doing the workout. I feel like Coach Robin is going to be like, no, come on, Ian. Yeah, jump in with Karen. Yeah. No, I cannot keep up nah, with Karen. No. About to, Coach Robin would be like, oh. what are you doing? At one point in time, we used to walk the same speed. Now she walked faster than me. So I can't, I can't do nothing with this girl. So no, no, I'm going to stay out of their way. I'm going to be in lane eight, you know what I'm saying? We're all the way on the outside. Right. Doing my little dashes and that's it. But okay. Well, um, I guess have a great I'm the one not doing track. I feel kind of left out. But um <laughs> yeah, so there I guess that's that's another episode of the Runners Club podcast. That Follow is. us, like us, leave a comment, send us a listener letter, runners club. Is it runners club podcast? Or runners club. At oh, shit, I don't even know. See, this Listen, is why the, that's this is why the email doesn't it work. It's, it's going to be run, in our bio. It's, run, it's, it's going to be in the description. Podcast. It's going to be in the show notes. Yeah, it's in the show notes. Show notes. Send us your letters. You know, uh, we do want to hear from you, and we're going to continue to bring y'all guests from the community. Um, if you have requests, send them over, but definitely follow us on social, on the IG, because we're kind of popping now and we're going to bring, be bringing you the visuals. So you, I'm just trying yeah. to say like, keep up, keep up. Don't you about don't miss out because don't all of this behind. energy we give it in your headphones, 
you can now throw on at your desk while you're working at the you crib and you can me. see what's happening. You know what I'm saying? We definitely in our athleisure web, but you never know if it might happen. It's yeah. great. Now, see, I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Like, should I be doing a fish? You know what I mean? Like, should, you know, I think I'm going to have, since it's getting warmer out, <laughs> I feel like I might be coming out here with these crop tops and such, you know, so with my athleisure, not athleisure, workout leisure. I put on my story the other day, like, hey, listen, I don't want to hit no complaints when the chest start happening. You know what I'm saying? All this, all this going to be out this summer. Mm. Ian is a meme. You know what I mean? Don't let Ian get a six pack (laughs) because it's over for everyone. Six pack. I just need the stomach to go somewhere. Like that's it. I don't need. He a said, pack. "Just give me, give me a flat stomach. Give, give me a two pack. Give me listen, one pack. Let, let the chest happen, and then let it just go. Sh- like you know what I'm saying. Boom. Over. Boom. Let it just go straight down. Boom. What y'all I do, have, I, I do have to say though, I know you got to leave, but your birthday was a lot of fun, and it was last weekend, so I just had to shout you out and shout out Karen for you know, gi- you know, giving you the love that you deserve. Oh my! Don't she? And don't and, she? and and bringing together won't, your won't community, <laughs> you know, and bringing together your community to celebrate you. I we all had a great time. I Listen, just I had my just running friends, my non-running friends, my little brother and his wife came through. It it was it was awesome. I enjoyed my birthday. I, 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 I when we went to the second spot and we left the second. I don't remember leaving. Don't the second. I remember them. being at the second spot. And I remember waking up in the morning, watching her walk out the door to go to seven on Sunday. (laughs) Right. Have fun, sweetie. Yeah. Listen, I was I was done. Yeah, I I couldn't imagine you going out. I was like, Ian's definitely not going to seven on Sundays tomorrow. I was like, but I heard before I left, I heard Karen go, well, you know, you got to run in the morning. I'm like, do you know uh, where we're at and what time it is right now and how many drinks everyone has had? And you talking Karen about running seven she on Sunday? Up. She got up and she I got know. there. I she got know. there. And she made it through. I just, yeah. you know, applaud. I applaud the effort. Wait, yeah. wait me. So um, with that, we'll see you next time. Peace, y'all. Peace.